Hi, I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic paddle show that pits U.S. and U.K. comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. They told me There it is, 1977. David Bowie, or Bowie, Bing Crosby singing Little Drummer Boy. Or Crosby. Or Crosby. <laughs> Parumpa Pum Pum. I sang that at a, uh, at a Christmas pageant when I was in fourth grade in, oh. in front of my home. Yeah. How did you do? Uh, with Bing Crosby. I, I did really well. Uh, yes, yes, wow. I did. <laughs> it was pretty impressive. Then he hit me. Uh, what says Christmas more than an intergenerational duet between a cracked out bisexual space pixie and a dead in a month 800 year old golf guy? Who beat his kids? <laughs> beat his kids. He yeah. did? He did. He did. Well, allegedly, but he did. Uh, Brits and Americans, young and old, whether your country celebrates with Father Christmas or Santa Claus, John Lewis penguins or Coca-Cola polar bears, Britain's <laughs> Boxing Day or our special day in America, The Purge, let's chug a pint of eggnog <laughs> and yell, this is International Waters. Cue the jingle bells. Cue the jingle bells. Cue the fucking jingle bells. God damn it. Playing for the country that's still in ecstatic rages about Black Friday. Yes, guys, we know you don't have it there, too. We Chill do. out. You do? It happened this year, finally. We've yeah, become infected. It happened. It was All right, awful. well, God damn it. It, it was a hot mess. Our writers are fired. We'll get into it. She is Carrie Ad from BBC Three's The Carrie Ad Show and Carrie Ad and Paul, a two-player adventure. It's Carrie Ad Lloyd. Hello. Welcome back to the show, Carrie Ad. Hello. How are you? I'm I'm very cold, I'll be honest. Really? It's so it cold freezing? here. It's freezing. It's freezing. But you did have a Black Friday? Tell me. Oh, it was awful. Everyone's, the shops, every shop was like, it's Black Friday. And all these English people were like, what, what is, what is this? And then we had to figure out it was a sale. And then lots of people were saying to you, it's, it's because of Thanksgiving. Like no one understood it. We were just confused consumers. Your experience has been different to mine. (laughs) Did you go and fight for a TV? No, I assumed we wouldn't do Black Friday. And I went shopping. Oh, Paul, no. Oh, boy. Did you score a great deal on a flat screen TV? Uh, no, but I saw a guy punch, punch another guy over a flat screen TV, and that was pretty cool. You saw them too Wow. Punching. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. You caught our sickness, and I'm so sorry. But that voice that you might have just heard is also a guy who's playing for Team UK. He's from Channel 4's Drifters, and he's Paul from Carry It and Paul, a two-player adventure. Paul Foxcroft. Hello. Uh, hello. Hi. How are you I guys? am so sorry about your Black Friday experience. It was No, I just I got to see violence. It made me feel uh, much more like uh, Caligula than I have done previously. <laughs> Great. And if there's an emperor of Rome, I want to feel more like it's Caligula. It's Caligula. Not That's Nero. It. That sounds enriching. Now, we're going to get to know our teams a little bit better throughout the show. But for now, Team UK, yes. I'm going to need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time. Okay. Uh, we're going with the word brisk, which I realize actually sounds like uh, the word bris. Uh, but it's, uh, <laughs> a word my, it's a word my parents have used to describe when it's cold, but not too cold that you don't have to go to church. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's, but it also means fast as well. You can be like, oh, it's brisk. Oh, there is that. Oh, whiskey. I like it. Yeah. We've like chosen it. it's a also, synonym. <laughs> it's also a nice tea. It's a lemony iced tea here in the States. <laughs> is it? So there you go. Brisk. Yeah. I like it. Moving on. Playing for the nation that makes Santa Claus look positively svelte. She's a comedian. She's an artist. She's the host of the podcast, This Feels Terrible. She's Erin McGathy. Hello. Hello, Erin McGathy. How are you? Hi. I'm doing, I'm fantastic. This is my first time out of the house in a week. Really? Yes. What have you been doing? Have you been crafting? Have you been cooking? I. She's uh, a crafter and a cook. I am a a crafter and a cook. I I have been crafting and cooking. I just got married recently, which required, thank you. You saw it happen. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and I, uh, I think in reaction to that, I have just been very um, wanted. I wanted to be by myself mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I, my my um, agoraphobia was so extreme this week that my friend was throwing a surprise birthday party for his girlfriend, and I was supposed to go. And when it was very rainy in LA, and I texted him in the morning and said, "You should probably just move this to my house," and he did. So I, oh. <laughs> I hosted a party so I wouldn't have to leave <laughs> the house. Oh, that's wow. that's a good idea. That's amazing. It's so wet outside that I shouldn't have to leave the home. 
Right. But everyone else should. Yes. So, well I, have a, I have a dog who looks like a human. Yeah, so it does. It's, it does. Yes, yeah. it does. Looks like my dog. All right. We could do this all day, but let's move <laughs> on. Also for Team US, he's a comedian. He's the host of the Do You Need a Ride podcast. He's an all-around Max Fun favorite. It's Chris Fairbanks. Welcome uh, back, Chris uh, Fairbanks. Well, hello there. How are you? I'm, I'm terrific. Doing good. Your hair looks fantastic. Really? Yeah, you have great hair. I really was going a different direction with it. No product. Yeah. Just let it do what it does. Ringlets. It looks, it looks brisk. Oh, thank oh, you. Yeah. Thank it you. Does. <laughs> Which brings us to my question. What is your buzz in word, U.S.? Uh, well, I feel so apologetic about Black Friday. How about a, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry Saturday. Sorry. We're the sorry Saturdays. Sorry, sorry Saturday. Saturday. Okay, that's what we just thought of. Is that the day that, sorry, that, day that follows Black Friday? Is that, is that what <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you, you'll like, have it soon. We're still going into it. It's, it's just, when you, you go door-to-door to, door to everybody you fought. Yeah, uh, apologizing to everyone with a black yeah. eye that you stole a TV from. <laughs> <laughs> and you are a wreath. Brisk versus Sorry Saturday. Let's play International Waters. Woo. We're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story. You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you're not sure what I mean by wrong but funny, it's like laughing at other cultures' stupid, dumb, wrong versions of Santa Claus. Like in Italy, they have a witch who leaves figs in your socks. Buena Sera. <laughs> the fuck is that? Yeah. Aaron, you know her name? I, I do. I lived in Italy as a child. Really? Yeah. So what's Cultured. The, what's the deal with that? Uh, she's she's an old uh, banshee woman. Uh-huh. I'm combining I'm combining things. I, I, I don't know. I just remember uh, being very disappointed the years that we lived in Italy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, was, your, uh, was your disappointment a fig-based? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think a fig is a disappointment-based fruit or inspired fruit. Figs yeah. are the worst, right? Oh, I, 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 I like love fig. figs. I have a quick All question right. that's not related good to this podcast you. at all, but in the Anglo-American thing, what are fig newtons? Yeah, what are oh. fig newtons? Oh, they're like little books you can eat. Little bread books. <laughs> oh, they really like, are. Uh, exactly they sound like they're fig cozy. rolls. We probably yeah. call them fig rolls. They're copper, like, those minging that like, your granny has. Yeah, they're, right. they're a grandmother's biscuit. Yeah, they're yeah, not good. Yeah, they, they certainly do not deserve the moniker cookie. Okay. Oh, they're fucking so good, though. I, yeah, I'm going to disagree they with everyone. They tried to make strawberry newtons. Not as successful. Ooh. No, oh. too no. sweet. Listen, I like a fig. It has to sound like Again, a man. we could talk figs all goddamn day, but we got a show to do. Buzz in with the buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one. Last week in Keele, England, Britons got into the holiday spirit in a very unusual way by holding a competition to see who could throw what the farthest. Brisk. UK. <laughs> Was it cheese? It's normally cheese. It is not cheese. Oh, we normally throw cheese at things. No. Uh, That's weird. Sorry, Saturday. Ooh, yes. Uh, bars of soap? Keel? No. Ooh, he's okay. assuming, no. assuming cleanliness from us. Well, yeah. if, it's, if it's keel, was it the lower half of a ship? <laughs> no. No. And you must stop guessing. You've each had a guess. Oh, the answer is a Christmas tree. What? Yeah. Keel was host to the first ever UK Christmas tree throwing championships. The contest was the brainchild of 19-year-old Christmas tree farmer Charlie Reynolds, who got the idea from an episode of ITV's funny home video show, You've Been uh, Framed. I don't think uh, we're enjoying the phrase classic. 19-year-old Christmas tree farmer enough. <laughs> I know. Right? It, sounds, it sounds like someone's uh, procrastinating uh, and doesn't want to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. Also, Christmas uh, trees are German, so I feel like he's trying to... He's trying to cross-pollinate traditions, which I, I don't approve okay. of. <laughs> okay. Yeah, tradition well, shouldn't breed. No, nope, I don't like it. Yeah. it doesn't I can sound tell you right. this. The winner received a 100-pound voucher to Charlie's farm. Of course he did, because he just True destroyed story. a tree. So now he really needs one. I, were the trees supplied by the farm, or did you have to bring your own? Uh, I believe that we're... I, you know, I honestly, I have no idea. Yeah, Colin, I'm looking at Colin. Colin has thrown his hands up in the air. He has no idea. Yeah, it sounds like yeah, a money-making Colin. scheme yeah. for a tree industry. Yeah. I do know this. A group of uh, Golders Green lads have started a menorah-throwing competition. Oh, and this just in. London has burned to the ground. <laughs> I don't know what Golders Green is. I'm Golders Green is a place. It's where we keep our Jews. Yeah. It's oh, I see. Yeah. It's just a yard. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice. It's really it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Really beautiful. All right, for a bonus point, name something holiday-related you would love to chuck just as far as it could go. For instance, people who complain about the phrase Happy Holidays or nativity plays where people watch little kids pretend to have a baby. It's Saturday. Ooh, U.S. <laughs> uh, I'd like to chuck um, ironic, ugly sweater oh. parties, mm. everything. How about, yeah. how about this? How about a beautiful Christmas sweater party? Yeah. How about, that? How about let, uh, let everybody decide about your sweater? <laughs> Instead of the... I, I saw a Pure One Imports uh, which is embarrassing to admit that I was at Pier One Imports. Uh, they uh, thank you. Um, they they had a, a ugly sweater 
cookie cutter kit. I'm like, this is this has gone too far. What? It's gone the way of bacon and mustaches. Yeah. No more. And Stop I've, it. And I've been wearing a series of nice cardigans lately. Beautiful ones with animals on. And when people designate it as an ugly Christmas sweater just because the holidays are there, I get very offended. Very, very angry. Offensive. I'm angry right now. I can tell. Oh, thank you. I'm okay now. I'm okay. Steaming. It's past. It's UK, past. got anything you want to throw? I think the worst experience, I think, is I, I assume you guys have these over here. You, you get like Christmas tree decorations that are basically sweets. Wrapped in tinfoil? No. Uh, no. That's no. not a thing. What you Like chocolates. You've there, we put chocolates and they're, they're wrapped in foil and then you hang them on the tree. Yeah. Wouldn't Would it help they if I used the word candy? They'd melt over time, wouldn't they? Uh, Our Christmas trees tend no. to not be heated. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. That's true. Usually okay. with the lights. It's just the nature well, I get trees. Here. LED lights. Oh, You're okay. in LA. Of course right. they would melt. Yes. Yeah, no. Ours, yeah. ours uh, stay we, crisp uh, and not melted. Yeah. We have ornaments that look like candy. Sure. Oh, yeah, no, this is well, genuine, occasionally hang genuine a, a candy, candy. Cane. candy canes. Right. Candy canes, we sure. put those on trees. Okay. Yeah. No, we have genuine chocolate wrapped up in foil. Yeah. Oh, wow, oh, why that's... Do you hate them? What, why I hate them is because uh, frequently the foil does not entirely come off before you eat it, and then it's a filling-based uh, nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I hate them because when they used to put them on the tree when I was a kid, you weren't allowed to eat until Christmas, when you'd already get chocolate. So it would just stand mm. there torturing no. you, be in your living room like, you can't have me. And yeah. that's how I feel about most things now. Yeah, <laughs> right. we, we we got around that I'll as kids it. by putting some of them around the back of the tree where my mother couldn't see them. Oh uh, yeah, that's the key. Yeah, there you go. It's all in preparation. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Let's move on to the next question. The Cincinnati Zoo is having a little bit of trouble celebrating the holidays this year. Their Christmas lights keep getting stolen or destroyed. What is responsible for this Grinchy, brisk, Grinchy crime? UK. Some form of ape. Oh no, I can't accept that. Oh, a, mon- <laughs> a monkey. <laughs> More specific. No, no. Uh, uh, lemur, a lemur. <laughs> no. Will you take lemur? No, I won't. A ring-tailed lemur. It has to be someone that. <laughs> My favorite really animal is the lemur. lemur. Can you use lemur in a sentence, and then we'll think about it? <laughs> is it no, I'm serious. Oh, oh, What's the uh, language of origin <laughs> for for the lemur? <laughs> uh, Susian. <laughs> yeah. The lovely lemur lobbed. The lights. <laughs> Can you elaborate a sentence about a lemur? We still can't accept it. It was squirrels. Squirrels. Three hundred strands of holiday lights have been stolen or chewed up by hordes of squirrels, who we can only assume are atheists. Squirrels. Uh, zookeepers have gone so far as to pour hot sauce on the Christmas lights, apparently taking their cue from the Home Alone series. <clears throat> but that gambit has failed, according to the Cincinnati Zoo's head horticulturalist Steve Foltz. "Quote: It's a challenge. Who's smarter, the squirrel or the horticulturalists?" <laughs> As of now, according to him, the squirrels are winning. Uh, it's kind of sad when your entire profession gets punked by squirrels. Yeah. They're wow. jealous. Don't you always think that squirrels and ducks are jealous at yeah. the zoo because they don't they don't they're have any placards yeah. it's true. It's describing who they are? Yeah. If they're at a zoo, it's an accident. Yeah. Also, they've right. opened a dangerous door by they sure acclimatizing have. the squirrels to hot sauce. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, what if they get a taste for it? Um, in mm-hmm. Denmark, <laughs> in Denmark, the word for squirrel is Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Ian. Ian. So my Danish friend was pointing, going, Ian, Ian. I was like, who are you pointing? <laughs> Stop naming the squirrels. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why she was name. going, squirrel, squirrel to me. I don't know. <laughs> Ian. So if you want to really offend a Danish guy, you know what to do. Oh, I know exactly what to <laughs> do now. I love Punch it. him over that Black Friday TV. <laughs> Right, let's move on to the last question. This is something a little different. Team US, we would like you to join Team UK in a very British festive tradition, uh, yeah. pulling a Christmas cracker. Yay! Now, Brit, you're going to have to explain to us what pulling Christmas I crackers is. I cannot believe is. you don't have crackers because it's the kind of English no. thing that you would ha- like. You would normally take off us and make better. It's yeah. that kind of thing. I know. Thing. But let's start from know, base principles. Think, right? You guys know cylinders, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep, okay. Okay. Mathematically, I know the shape. Mm. Yeah. Sure. So it's paper. a cardboard cylinder. This one has uh-huh. a snowman on it. And there's yeah. a little, um, like, a thing in it's it that goes bang. It's been separated into, like, into three component elements. The, the ends are open to the elements. I can't believe you don't have cracker. Doesn't cracker mean something worse in America? Uh, I it believe it is a racial right. epithet yeah. of some kind, yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's supposed to be, but it, it's But it's just, for white people. It's for so white people. No one well, takes well, it yeah. seriously. It's fine. Yeah, we don't get offended. Well, that fits. Certainly, I don't feel guilty about it, so that's the important thing. Uh, but you basically you pull it. There's like you there's, there's two handles and then a bit in the middle, and yeah. you you pull it with someone on Christmas Day, and it bangs, and then inside it. Well, hang on, we're going to pull it first so you hear yeah. a bang. Okay, pull? Right. we're doing this off mic, so ready? Yeah, so do Go. it and describe what what you see in there. Did you hear that bang? 
Bang. Bang. Yeah. Tiny, a weak bang. A, a yeah. it's, a very, very, it's a very, very tiny gunpowder charge. It's a tiny bang, but very it smells, it smells um, like, yeah, gunpowder. And then there's a paper hat inside. Have you seen people oh, with paper fun. hats on, like crowns? No. Yes, I, I went to, I was in London a couple of years ago, and I went to a restaurant, and before I knew what crackers were, and I thought it was everyone's birthday. Whereas oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was merely Jesus's. Yeah. Erin, you were very well travelled. Um, so you get a you get a paper hat that makes you look like a king because there was three like kings. a paper king and then you get a like <laughs> a, you get a crap present. <laughs> Sorry, so, this is sitting very badly on your head because of the headphones. Oh, the headphones! I'm resting my head. And you get a crap present. For example, I in you, this one have one a green tinted plastic magnifying glass about Ooh. the size of a silver dollar. And it doesn't really work. So no, it's like no, that, that, that isn't a lens. It's just it's just yeah. a piece of flat plastic. <laughs> okay. If you want yeah. stuff to look greener. That this is, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you get like you get like key rings or something. Anyway, we're okay. making we're pulling the other one. Let's put it by the mic. Okay. So you hear okay, the this is right up to the mic. And this is what you give each other for gifts. No, this no, is no. what you have at Christmas dinner. You have like everyone has oh. a cracker. You would have this like and a oh, napkin, but the napkin's more functional. So Ready? We're gonna pull another one. Right the mic. Ready? Brace yourselves. Yay! Oh, that was louder. Jesus, that sounded like somebody <laughs> sounded like opened this... fire in the studio. Oh, no, I blinded Paul. And then Paul, oh. has, Paul has won a tiny shuttlecock. He's choking. He's choking on a tiny magnifying glass. Are you all right? I'm fine. No, uh, the uh, okay, part of the tiny explosive charge in the chimney cracker has fired itself directly into my left eye. <laughs> oh, why, no. It's why those things are usually shielded by the cracker shell. Yeah, they're, See, I, I, knew, they're I knew just from the sound of it you'd taken <laughs> wow. some kind of face shot. So, oh, this sounds terrible. No, What's in there? It's fun, and you get everything about it is crap. So, like, yeah. basically, what you do is you then everyone complain. Basically, it's a good at complaining. So, everyone complains about the present they got, and everyone wears right. the party hat. And then the drunker everyone in your family gets, the more the hats fall off. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that's how you know what stage you're at of the Christmas dinner. Like if yeah. your granny's hat is like over her eyes and she's giggling about the wall. <laughs> oh. then Wait, you're like, and then everyone if, if eventually just hats. gets naked? Is that where it's leading? <laughs> I don't um, want to play family It depends on the nature naked. of Christmas party. Like, yeah. my, okay. my parents' house, not so much. We can't tell okay, you about the naked UK parties because yeah. then you'd want to move over here. Uh, what I have received <laughs> from this, uh, do you guys have badminton? Oh, sure, shuttlecock, <laughs> you bet. Um, I've received a shuttlecock that is about an inch long. And two <laughs> plastic badminton rackets, and are, I would say about two and a half inches. In, it's in really length. shit. It's really shit. Um, like, I'm going to attempt to play shit. badminton right now. We can. Now we're playing. Okay, badminton. let's go. No, it's so bad we can't do it. <laughs> no, you know what? Yeah, but you know what? I, from what I understand, the best part of a Christmas cracker is the joke. Yeah, but you There's know jokes what? in them, right? Oh, oh. Yes. sorry, there is. We, we. Oh yeah, well done. Okay. So you were the, just on a uh, a joke review panel in the Guardian, were you I not? I was, Karen? yeah. We were had you? to, yeah, we had to review all these different jokes. But um, yeah, it was I'm going to start reading that paper if I'm going to claim to. Yeah, it was very embarrassing though because everyone. The only thing I got excited about was the ones that contained chocolate, and I actually stole sure. more chocolates than people realised. I went home with a lot of chocolate in my pockets. <laughs> nice, well done. Um, so here's what we're going to do. Yeah. We're gonna, I'm going to read uh, both teams. The setup to an actual real Christmas cracker joke. Yep. I want you to buzz in with the punchline. Point for the right answer. Bonus points for a better answer. I think this is going to be a strong round for me. I think it will, too. All right. (laughs) What happened when Santa got stuck in the chimney? Got to buzz in. Uh, Oh. Brisk, an inquest. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give you a point for that. U.S., you want to try? I'm trying to think of a pun. Uh, (laughs) uh, Santa... He claws his way up out of it. Oh, that's no. good. That's no. good. That's, that's too good for a cracker joke. Cracker jokes are yeah. normally worse. Oh, God. That made my back sweat. <laughs> uh, the answer is he got claustrophobia. Oh, uh, come on. He got, yeah, it's it's so weak. much better that he claws his way out. I think so. I mean, that's a happier ending. Yeah, at least he lived. All right. <laughs> you don't... Claustrophobia doesn't kill you. <laughs> That's how Phoebe Cates' dad died in Gremlins. Remember, he (laughs) dressed like Santa Claus, got caught in the... And then they smelled something around New Year's. Oh, I don't remember Such a horrible movie for children to watch. damn, yeah. It's a really weird Christmas movie. That and Die Hard are the two best and weirdest Christmas movies. Yeah, they really are. Now, a lot of people don't realize Die Hard is indeed a Christmas movie. It's true. Yeah. It's very true. All right, let's move on to the second joke. Who delivers presents to baby sharks? Oh, come on now. Yes. Uh, Oh, 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 brisk. Oh. Risk, UK. Santa Jaws. That is correct. Oh, yes. Oh, that gonna, is correct. I was going to say Father Fishmas. 
<laughs> Ooh, I like that too. I don't know. I like that too. <sighs> All right. What does Miley Cyrus eat at Christmas? Oh, well, that is what rude. What does Miley that is Cyrus rude. eat at Christmas? Uh, is Literally brisk. Saturday. Oh, uh, U.S. Uh, candy cane made out of ecstasy. <laughs> yes, that is the answer. No, I'll give you a point, but that is not the right answer. Brisk, brisk. Okay. A, yeah. a, a foam finger of, of self-hatred. <laughs> oh, Two points for that one. Okay. Sorry, Saturday. Yeah. Beef twerky. Because she twerked that <laughs> oh, one time. And, 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 twerky. The answer is twerky. The answer is twerky. And mine, my the idea answer was is twerky. horrible. Oh. The answer is twerky. Oh, like and based on three points for that. Though. That was nice. Oh, thank you. Because it is both wrong and funny and correct. <laughs> oh, thank, yeah, thank you. Is, is jerky a, a, a UK... Uh, Christmas. It, I think it's supposed no, to be like turkey. Is it a Christmas thing? Uh, no. Ah, twerky. I see. I was twerky. mad at my answer, but now I'm really I'm mad, mad at I'm that mad joke. At, I'm just mad. I'm mad that I'm that's the answer. Generally mad. That's, uh, Chris, that is the appropriate response to Christmas cracker jokes. Mm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's that's right. Then they're awful, and then everyone, are, everyone's like, "Oh, these are so bad," and then they get angry, and then you can you get the anger out of the cracker joke and not at your family. That's yeah. the key. Oh, oh I like oh, no. that. What that happens actually... now is, as a comedian, my dad now holds me responsible for the qualities of jokes oh, anyone writes. Yeah, <laughs> that can also happen. Paul's family, will, they don't use it to disperse anger. They use it to fuel anger. Yeah. Wow, to be fair, like I'm a... happy that my family's feeling feelings. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a cylinder of therapy. Yes, basically. We're going to keep going with these because they're terrible. I love, I love them. Uh, why did the turkey join a band? Uh, uh, sorry. Come on. <laughs> US. Uh, because he was a drumstick. Ooh. Because he had drumsticks. That's so good. Well drumsticks. Oh, we'll give you a point wow. for that. Yeah. All right. Sorry. And that, and that is exactly the way you should deliver that punchline. <laughs> they wanted to put out a breast of album. Oh, oh see, that's, that's a great so one. Good. Two points. I'm that's just right. awarding points by the handful. <laughs> Feeling generous. Okay. Have a because, Christmas spirit. Because he UK, wanted to give a swing. Because he wanted to give rhythm a stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> Do I yeah, get a sure, point? two points. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it means, but I like it. Uh, to become more appealing in the event of an opportunity to be pardoned. <laughs> I have five <laughs> points. No turkey puns, guys. No. All right. But look, final it's one. insane, by the way, that your president pardons a meal. I yeah. yeah. At it's any a, point. It's a very, it's very strange. It's a very strange custom. I think it's adorable. It is. It's very sweet. It would be. Very sweet. Stick up for it. It would be adorable <laughs> if there weren't two turkeys. Exactly. If there was That's one the guy, like, and it was like, this guy's fine, but like, I, yeah. I every time I see that, I'm right. like, that turkey's. I just think you guys shouldn't have p- judged Italy and the figs in their socks. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> you guys the, more, the deeper we get into the show, the yeah. later that seems. The more yeah, the other turkey then is he like, and this one we will eat. Yeah, that's the thing. Implicit oh. is the idea that there are many, many other turkeys that will die. Oh. It's only one that Peter, can get Peter tried to stop it this year. Really? Yeah, which makes no sense. No, it doesn't at all. <laughs> doesn't at all. Final question. This is vegan friendly. Why did the spaghetti haunt Ebenezer Scrooge? Oh, because he was brisk. UK. The ghost of Christmas pasta. That is correct. Yes! <laughs> Ten points. I... It's so gratifying. It's so yeah. gratifying. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing and terrible. At the end of that first round, the scores are as follows. Uh, UK's got 22. The US has seven. Oh, oh my God. God. Jeez, oh, Louise. Step what? it up, US. Ugh. But Jeez. I said rest of help. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh. We factored in your multiple <laughs> okay. points for that one. Are you sure Lemur. the math was right? Yeah, no, yeah. We definitely, we definitely <laughs> you, we checked our numbers twice, like Santa. Uh, now we're getting to know the teams between rounds. US, let's say hello first. Aaron McGathy. Hello. Hi. You're a newlywed. I am. You do a podcast called This Feels Terrible. I do. Uh, what What is, uh, you, you tell, like, you, you listen to stories of uh, of love gone wrong. I do, yeah. This Feels Terrible was born out of uh, a very bad breakup. Yeah. So I've taken a, a little hiatus leading up to the wedding because it seems strange to talk about how terrible love is. Was it? I was on really early. You were. Uh, was the breakup early. some rock and roller guy? Was that the guy? <laughs> no, I, I did date a rock and roller because rock he looked like ro- David s- Bowie. Oh, okay. Uh, and you guys are in David Bowie's studio right now. That's yeah, right. Uh, but, uh, he's here. Yes, he talks about love. Yeah, we talk about, I have guests on and you were on the podcast as well. I was, yeah. Yeah, we talk about talk about love. Love gone wrong. Comedy, comedy podcast about relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. You're gonna pick it back up, even yeah, though you found, found uh, joy. Yeah, I'm waiting for my first fight with uh, with my husband, and Great. then we'll we'll get back on it. <laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, by, so yesterday. By Saturday? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Chris Fairbanks. That's my name. Yep. You do a show with Karen Kilgariff called I, Do You Need a Ride? Yes. We drive comedians to and or from the airport you, and podcast in the car. You voluntarily subject yourself to uh, LAX traffic. I'm worried that, yeah, I, I'm worried every episode that we're going to crash. Die? Yeah. Yeah. And, and hurt a comic. Yeah. But it hasn't happened, it hasn't yet, happened so, yet. So far, it's been great. It's awful, though. That whole drive is the worst. Yeah. And then once you're at LAX, I always am in a panic. And if I'm driving, you can hear it in my voice. Yeah. I get upset. Yeah. But, are you a Howard Hughes and Sepulveda guy? Are you a La Tejera guy? Are you a Century Boulevard guy? What are you? I, uh, yeah, I'm a freeway guy. No, I know. But, yeah. like, where do you get off? Oh, where do I get off? <laughs> yeah. Where do you get off? Hey. I get off on Century. Okay, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the only way to fucking do it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, Howard Hughes. What, what are you trying Howard to be Hughes? nostalgic? Stop it. The guy beat his kids. <laughs> the guy beat his kids, and you got to drive by Not that sure weird that's... big theater. All right, <laughs> we'll meet the Brits after the next round, but first this. Welcome to the Lady to Lady Show. Behind door number one, we have fantastic weekly guests like Aisha Tyler, French Stewart, Greta, and more. Behind door number two, we have road trip and sleepover games like Would You Rather and Never Have I Ever, the kind of games that remind you of being a kid. Door number three brings you fresh hot episodes every Wednesday. You can find them on iTunes and at MaximumFun.org. Now pick a door. Just kidding. They're not real because we're a podcast. You're all winners. And we didn't really think this through. Lady to lady. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With us here in the U.S., Aaron McGathy and Chris Fairbanks over in London, playing for the U.K., Carrie Ed Lloyd, Paul Foxcroft. Right now, it's time for a round we are calling a very special Christmas special special. We will be listening to clips from some of each nation's most enduring holiday television programming. Answer questions correctly. Score your team two points. No need to buzz in. Team UK, the court... Ukraine. Team Ukraine. Ukraine. First question is to you. In the U.S., millions watch the annual airing of It's a Wonderful Life, the 1946 classic, which tells us that no man is a failure who has friends, as long as that man also has access to magic reality-bending angels. Here is the scene in which George Bailey celebrates his return to Bedford Falls. Merry Christmas, you wonderful Billy alone. Hey, Merry Christmas, Mr. Barnes. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Let's go back and listen to that again and imagine that he has an axe. (laughs) (laughs) He is such a dick to his kids for like the first hour of that movie. Well, he beat them. Which is nine hours long. Also, Terrible it's just so time. it's so full of suicide for Christmas. It really it's is. So suicide. Really it's the season. Yeah, it's true. So grim, so grim. But anyway, George is so happy to be home that he even wishes his nemesis, Mr. Potter, a Merry Christmas. What cartoonishly evil <laughs> thing does Mr. Potter immediately say next? Oh God, what does he say? I've seen this film so many times. I've seen this film once about fifteen years ago. So oh. I'm going to guess does Mr. Potter reply, "Go fuck yourself, George." <laughs> <laughs> More or less. No, he's. It's. Uh, what does he say? He, all I remember is in that weird bath chair. I'm gonna drown your children. <laughs> wow. You are so I'm, close. I'm, You're dancing I'm around. I'm it. Jewish. Don't you wish me a Christmas? Does he say that? <laughs> no. Um, all right. Well, that's a bang. Pretty answer. I hate. I prefer Cary Grant. <laughs> Explain Kwanzaa. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could walk, you could but somebody went over my feet. <laughs> How is that even? <laughs> because that's the thing. No one understands him. You know, Aww. we're too quick to judge. I he's something about shut up, George, or humbug, right. bar humbug. Does he just punch well, him in the dick? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's listen for the answer. Happy New Year to you in jail. Oh, yeah. yeah, in jail. Happy New Year to you. In jail. in jail. I love the pause as well. Yeah, yeah. good timing. Yeah. In jail, douchebag. He's a good villain. He's a <laughs> good villain. All right, no points to you. Team America, this next one is for you. It's a British culture question. On Christmas Day at 3 p.m. in every British home, what very special thing happens? Mm. Circumcision. I can't uh, accept that. Uh, <laughs> clean up the 
paper crowns. Uh, tea, <laughs> tea, but instead of uh, builder's tea, it's cinnamon, just a, a <laughs> cup of cinnamon. Uh, Extract. Extract. It's ah. a cup of cinnamon. Everyone apologizes. Very strong. It Everyone burns. apologizes and and gives an an annual uh, <laughs> uh, feeling hug. Of first aid and first aid attention because there, there's burns. There there's, uh, burns. They ring a bell. <laughs> the quietly. The burn bell. In a closet. Everyone goes to a different closet <laughs> and rings a bell. <laughs> UK, how close are they? The, you were close with paper crowns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yep. That was a uh, the answer is everyone watches the Queen's speech. But not everyone does. Oh, she, that's not well, true. Well, yes. Yeah. No. But I'm sorry. I have the research right in front of me. Everybody watches. <laughs> uh, everyone. I am Queen's married speech. to an extreme anti-monarchist who refuses right. refuses to watch it. I will try and watch it. He no, walks see, out the room. Whereas comparatively, mm. I'm a monarchist. I don't watch it because it's bad television. It is very boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, what's the content of her Christmas speech? She well, reviews let's the listen year. To a clip. She reviews in, the year. Oh, you have a clip? Yeah. She reviews the year. Let's listen to a clip from last year's Queen's speech. I once knew someone who spent a year in a plaster cast, <laughs> recovering from an operation on his back. Oh, God. He read a lot and thought a lot and felt miserable. I'm so embarrassed. Oh. She's our Jay Leno. That's it? What's the lesson? No, that's it. It's on for 10 so, minutes, but it's, honestly, it's very boring. And it's so very don't religious. Do what you will. Yeah. <laughs> don't break your back on Christmas. <laughs> and that boy's this name... This year... We have had the plastic cast. You know what? Let's let's do this. For a bonus point, you guys keep going with your Queen's impressions. Uh, and UK, steal the point by making traditional British Christmas Day noises all over it. Snoring, burping, uh, one fighting. One other time, my husband had a catheter removed. That's the problem with the bloody Queen. We fund her. It's absolutely ridiculous. I won't watch it. You've got to watch it, George. You've got to watch the it. The state no. of the UK is like the itches... That you feel. God, no, she's saying, no, like, what's this good? Put, put BBC One yeah. on, Bond's on. No, Thunderball's on BBC I One. Put that James on. Bond. The royal I, I... baby <laughs> is coming. I'm just enjoying this impression. I don't take want to talk over it. Take off your cast. <laughs> what the Queen's telling us to take off our station. What? I, I really just want to hear the rest of her silly speech. <laughs> no, me too. I believe we'll, they're all we'll send that out to everybody. Erin, I believe they're all on her website. Oh, fantastic. You can we'll download put that on the IW Pod or at yeah. IW Pod, so don't even worry. Uh, five points for each of you. I'm kind of feeling generous. All right, Team UK, back to you. In the US, December gives us the annual rebroadcast of A Charlie Brown Christmas, uh. the most adorable way to depress your children around the holidays. <laughs> let's listen to a clip. Look, Charlie, let's face it. We all know that Christmas is a big commercial racket. It's run by a big Eastern syndicate, you know. Is that it? Wow. These are a bummer, these clips. <laughs> Spat a bunch. All right, speaking of over-commercialization, which of the following Charlie Brown Christmas merchandise is made up? A, a Charlie Brown Christmas wish list, so you can tell your parents exactly what to buy you. B, a Charlie Brown Christmas nativity crash in which Lucy and Charlie Brown give birth to a Woodstock baby Jesus. Or C, a Charlie Brown Christmas tree complete with sickly dying evergreen adorned by one single ornament. Which one is fake, UK? I would buy all of them. Sure. <laughs> I think... I think it's may the, we confirm? I think it's the tree. I think it's the nativity. Because they get sensitive about nativities over there, don't they? <laughs> Don't call them they. <laughs> yeah, They're right, we're right here. We're right oh, here. Oh, Don't oh, talk hi, about sorry, them in the third sorry, person. Guys. We're right in front of you. Um, <laughs> what do you, do you think is... No, because I, I can imagine tree, you can buy the tree. Like... Logistically, the, the, the tree is the easiest of those things to make in your own home. No, but it won't be you a big a tree. It won't be a big put tree. one thing on it. It'll be like a little ornament Oh, that's like a good point. I thought a big tree. No, you won't be like a little tree. No, I thought there was a Charlie Brown piece of merchandise that was eight foot tall. 19-year-old Christmas tree farmer. That's genuinely... That's that guy's business model. Um, I'll, I'll trust you on this because you'll get angry with me if I don't. That's true. So, uh, B, I... uh, Woodstock Jesus. Yeah. Okay, the answer was A, the Charlie Brown oh, Christmas wish list. It seems so plausible. I know, I know, but the nativity crash is real, and, uh, and watching mm. everyone revere Woodstock as the baby Jesus <laughs> is so super weird <laughs> that it kind of passes yeah. offensive and just comes all the yeah. way back around to adorable. Uh, uh, what, what role does Snoopy play in that? 
He's got to be an I angel, think he's right? Probably. I think he's one of the wise men. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would have thought he had like an angel Gabriel kind of standing. Yeah, you know what? I bet he's the angel Gabriel. I don't know. I'm speculating. (laughs) I'm speculating on that one. By the way, uh, Charlie Brown is the author of all his own problems. Can we agree? (laughs) Like, all of his issues are completely self induced. He creates his own obstacles. Yeah, that's why he's so great. And he enables Lucy. Absolutely, he does. does. But that's why he's so great because he's a lesson of like any problem you have in your life is down to your personality. (laughs) The take home message is it's your fault. Yeah, Yeah. English people like that. It's your fault. I I thought you were going to go a different way, but Charlie Brown is the author of. And I was really hoping you'd say, like, a series (laughs) of Southern lawyer crime thrillers. (laughs) (laughs) He's the new Grisham. Um, <laughs> yeah, like every, every like every grown up that I'm a little bit worried about identifies with Charlie Brown. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I know people have like Charlie Brown you, is their like you... avatar, and it's like, yeah, that's your problem. That's your problem. Are you, you Father Christmas? It sounds like you're Father Christmas. You got a list of guys you're worried about. Are you going to give oh, them a sure. present? Yeah, how many yeah. of your friends wear a sweater with just a bunch of W's on it? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, but I want that. Okay. I've, I've seen that twice. I've seen that with Charlie Brown and then in the uh, Urban Dance Squad Deeper Shade of Soul video. Remember that? Remember that <laughs> yes, song? I, do. I have no right. idea what that is, but I'm writing it down to Google back. it later. I have yeah, the but... cassette tape if you want to borrow it. Oh, fantastic. Yes, it's in a shoebox <laughs> in my all trunk. I need, all I need is something to play cassettes. Uh, <laughs> final question. It's for the U.S. Here's a preview from a super gritty British drama that is going to air on Christmas Day in the U.K. All right, uh, nerds out there, if you don't like the kind of spoilers that are basically a man and a man or in a thing that you like, stuff your ears with walnuts or some other kind of festive nut or sock for the next 30 seconds. Everybody else, who's the hero? Who's the special guest star in this dramatic clip? I know what this is. I know what's happening. And I know what's at stake. I don't think you do, Doctor. But I promise before this Christmas Day is done, you will be glad of my help. Happy Easter. Okay. Uh, Doctor Who. That's one. He did say Doctor. And uh, And... evil Mr. Tardis. I've seen every episode. (laughs) (laughs) Cat accepted. It is the Doctor and Father Christmas. Oh. Yeah. It's the Christmas episode of Doctor Who. It's called Last Christmas, and Santa is played by Nick Frost, from Shaun of the Dead oh, because uh, Santa himself is very busy this is his time of year so if there are any children watching he's up there in the North Pole hacking away <laughs> making little toys working with his elves don't worry he's real after that bit of festive fun the scores are as follows the UK's got 27 the US has 12 yeah okay I mean, it's alright I'm, I'm okay. pleased but I don't want to articulate that for fear of offending you yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that well, let's say hello to our British team Carriot and Paul you work together as an improv team yeah, on your show Carriot and Paul a two player improvised adventure let's talk impro you call it impro, right? Well, I don't. We call it improv good. and impro, but like, okay. yeah, it's changing to improv. It, people over okay, here good. get really angry about it. It's yeah. Weird. It's like Black Friday all up in here. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. When yeah. someone th- throws a V on it in the wrong room. Yeah. Oh, mm. it gets nasty. Yeah. Someone gets punched over a flat screen and it's. But then they, but Why then do they... we keep those flat screens around? They just incite violence. But then they start That's miming crazy. another flat screen and everyone has yeah. to yes and it and it turns into a beautiful scene. So. <laughs> now, Paul, have you actually done 50 nonstop hours of improv? Uh, we, we both have. We've we done 53 yeah. uh, 53 well. is the longest mm-hmm. we did in, in uh, Edmonton, Edmonton, in Alberta, in yeah. uh, Canada, Why? America's hat. Yep. Why? Because uh, it could be done. It was the, it, yeah. Also, it wasn't made super clear. How? How? You just keep going. You just literally keep going. And the idea is that the more, the longer, the more tired you are, the more pure the improv is because you don't know what the hell you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, there's a truth sense. to that. But also, it means some stuff is really bad because you're just dribbling yeah. and. and well, you, the notion that you get too tired to a point where you can think about doing stuff or you can do stuff, but you can't do both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of become. Yeah. The, the nearest analogy I have is all musician friends of mine have that dream of like an instrument they can just pick up and play. Yeah. And this is that for improvising so you get to a point where you just don't have a sensor yeah you you just say whatever our friend Donovan thought he was dying he thought he'd died oh god he almost he almost beat the crap out of me at the end of one of these shows because he thought he was in hell (laughs) someone was dressed (laughs) as a monster and we woke him up to get him on stage and he was like I'm dead and started trying to attack people he thought were hell monsters (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's his that's his brain needing oxygen yeah yeah yeah, yeah. to be fair he'd been awake for about uh, 60 hours he was pretty drunk and right. he was convinced that punching me was going to save the lives of his children. <laughs> so, oh, Donovan. Um, but yeah, we, it, the idea behind it is it, it's, it's just it's sort of like a happening. It's sort of like you don't know. We really don't know what's going on. But yeah, we both Jesus. done And we do them here as well. 50 hours here. 
So do, do you have an audience for the entire time? Do people terrifyingly yeah. yes? Yeah. I, I don't get that because it's fun to do. But they cut people come with like sleeping bags and like picnics and stuff, and they like. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think they kind of they kind of bond as a group as well, like all the audience members. It's like Stockholm and, syndrome. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> we get a host of like brilliant Canadian, uh, American, and European improvisers swinging yeah, by. And... Oh, okay. So it's a team. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not just the two of us for 50 hours. No, yeah, Okay, sorry. there we go. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I want to... Was that, was that the yeah, source yeah, just, of the we face that you've been wearing for the last four uh, minutes? We don't drink, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just no, one long like, There's maybe uh, like 14 people doing the full there's whack a, and a couple of folks who have things like kids or a job yeah. come in sure. and do what hours they can. There's Yeah, there's about almost like 50 people almost do the whole thing, like in, oh. are involved in it, but about... Now I 100% yeah. approve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just me. Me and Paul do a show, just the two of us, but that's very Mostly for an hour. That's for an hour with a folk band playing. So it's, much, it's very, very Yeah, different. we do for improv what folk does for music. Uh, now I'm back out. Yeah. Now I'm back out. Yeah, you lost us. You lost us. Thank yeah. you for being here, Carrie. And Paul, we'll be okay. right back with our final round after this. Hi, I'm Julie Sabatier. I host and produce a show called Destination DIY. It's all about people doing interesting things. And we're really excited to be bringing it to Maximum Fun. When you hear DIY, you might think of knitting or building a birdhouse, but we're really more interested in people doing stuff like hacking the healthcare system, creating their own currencies, building their own spacesuits, that kind of thing. We're here to remind you that you are an authority. And we think you're going to like our stories about makers, builders, inventors, and all kinds of creative people. Check out Destination DIY at MaximumFun.org or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Hey, let's move on to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried very, very hard. It's been an extremely high-scoring game. It's been (laughs) very exciting from start to almost finish. But I want you to know your efforts are as lame as people who go, it's Christmas, actually, when you say happy holidays to them. Mm. We get it. Happy holidays can also mean like Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and also whatever you celebrate. It's nice. It's polite. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody shut the fuck up about happy holidays. You're driving me crazy. <laughs> we don't really get that over here. Uh, no, we don't do you don't happy You don't get holidays. that, really? No, you yeah. say happy Christmas. It's Christmas. Yeah, Jesus right. is part of our government. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're, 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 uh, that's true. The queen is Santa. I'm, I'm I once knew a man who said happy holidays. I broke his back. He <laughs> <laughs> read a lot. He thought a lot. No, we don't do happy If you said happy holidays, people would, yeah. they would ignore, but ignore I, it. I forget that a lot. Uh, but the Queen is the head of the uh, the Church of England. So, yeah, yeah I guess sure. she's Santa for those, yeah, for those guys. Yeah, she's our Santa. <laughs> We've learned something Every today, year, haven't we? The Queen visits half of the houses in England in one night. <laughs> oh, anyway, the point uh, of uh, that whole thing was that uh, the final round winner receives one million points. Ooh. One oh. million points. What's this is for all the points? Christmas marbles. That might put us in the lead all of a sudden. <laughs> it might. It might. It might. Oh, no. This round is an old favorite called In Defense Holiday Edition. Okay? In this round, we want you to prove your country is the best in the world by defending something terrible from it. Okay? I'm going to give you something from your country that is universally considered to be whack in the festive season. You will have two minutes <clears throat> to convincingly explain to me why the world is wrong and it is great. Okay. The best. I don't know why I keep saying okay. It's like, I'm like, I'm like a nursery school teacher with you guys. And you can't okay? see Dave, but his, his finger okay? is pointed at okay? us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you okay, guys? The best defense, okay? As judged by me, okay. will be awarded okay. 1 million points. Okay. 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 Team UK. Okay. <laughs> because you are ahead. Okay. I'm going to have you go first. UK. I am putting okay. two minutes on the clock. Okay. 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 And you will have to defend okay. traditional British Christmas food. Now, cliches aside, British food has been basically edible since around the late 90s. But at Christmas time, (laughs) you guys seem to go all out to make the rest of the world think you're eating that stuff on a dare. Or that there's still a war on. Bread sauce? What the hell is bread sauce? Mince pies? Orange peel? Fruitcake? Figgy pudding that you hide money in and set (laughs) fire to? Uh Eat dates? It is the magician of puddings, sir! (laughs) (laughs) You got two minutes to defend your nation's obsession with dried fruit... And other gross austerity food. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out my little clock. Your time starts now. Do 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 do. Medieval times, the best times. You might not be familiar with this. It's called history. When many fruits would be dried, and we would put them into puddings and add cinnamon and star anise and spices to make a delicious, wonderful pudding that we still to this day enjoy. Paul. 
That is true. <laughs> Many British foods are based on tradition because our country has existed for slightly longer than yours has. Um, <laughs> But we the, get it. Uh, what was it? Bread, bread sauce. We can't defend bread sauce. Just we go to mince pies. Mince pies. Mince pies are incredible. Mince pies used to be made with meat. Okay, they used to be actually made with mince meat. That's why they're called mince pies. And now what we do is we've taken out the meat and we've just added raisins and dried peel, and they are delicious and they and, taste and what of is Christmas. Frankly, jam. Yeah, it's just like, like all jelly, jam. if you will, and I believe you do. And it's really, really delicious. And yeah. what well, it's hard to defend food if I can't put your face in it, because I would like to put all your faces in a mince pie right now. And you, you would enjoy that experience. <laughs> Aside from the implicit violence, it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would be hot, too, I right? recently bought a mince pie for a Russian man who works in a synagogue, and he thought it was amazing. <laughs> That's a real story. It happened on Monday. Also, like, you know, we have, you can eat goose. You can eat, yeah. like, goose stuffed with... What is that? Turducken with turkey? Well, turducken, with that's, no, that's ours. That's we ours. invented cool. And it's awesome. We invented it. Right, then it's, yeah, but also, right, figgy pudding. Yes, it's a pudding, so it's yeah. sweet, it's a dessert. It has money okay. hidden, isn't it? Yeah, that's and amazing. And it's on fire. Why what? is it on fire? Because Why? Because you... it's cool. Like, what, Bananas Foster isn't cool? Hmm? Well, yeah, Bananas Foster is fine, but it doesn't have money in it. Yeah, but guys, if imagine... You, if you're going to put right. money near me, don't set it on it's fire. Not me, it's not guys, paper money. It's cake. And figgy it's pudding silver. is figs. It's in a pudding, at least, not in the form of socks. It's like a big Christmas cake, and it's got like little tiny bits of silver, and if you find it, it's lucky, and they used to do it in Victorian times to make poor children survive, and the one that got yeah. the silver coin didn't... <laughs> was allowed to live. Was allowed to live. <laughs> <laughs> The one that got the silver coin not lodged in their esophagus got to, yes. uh, got to live. Oh, no, but it also teaches children to be careful about yeah. portion control. Yes. You uh. don't hoof this into your mouth yeah. because you might die. You might die. For money. Right. And then there's your time other... is up. Oh. Your time is up. We did your very time badly is up. at that. I have to say, Insumation, I'm not safety. Convinced. <laughs> I, they didn't even talk about, isn't blood pudding, doesn't it actually well, that's, that's a whole year round thing. Yeah, that's breakfast. Oh, yeah. God. There is blood in yeah. it, right? It's, no, it, no, no, it's just blood. What, what? It is only it blood. Is blood. It's yeah. coagulated All right. blood. All right. So oh. the re- the reason no the reason that they didn't no defend money. the the British food that is hot blood <laughs> is that that's a year round food. Yeah, but and not oh, just yeah. Food. You think that's yeah. bad? Do you guys know white pudding? <clears throat> oh, it's not... Scottish. You take blood pudding, you but you go pounds. half blood, half animal fat. Yeah, oh. if I, the more I think about it, coagulated blood is kind of a summertime snack. <laughs> no, that's true. Keep you warm. All right, Team US. You got two minutes. Oh God! Uh-huh. Uh, too, too much, so much pressure. We, Chris, lot, can we pull it together? I, and by we, I think you just mean me. But yes, <laughs> I'll try my best. Same. <laughs> you guys are going to need to defend the time-honored American tradition of novelty holiday songs. Between dogs barking jingle bells and the chipmunks singing "Christmas Don't Be Late," grandmother got run over by. A fucking reindeer. I hate that song so much. Christmas truly brings out the worst in American music. It is now your job to defend it. Also, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. There's some bad, bad (laughs) songs out there. Your two minutes to defend them starts now. Suicide. (laughs) (laughs) Happens mostly around Christmas. The one thing keeping uh, sad fathers who have lost their children, whose wives won't return their calls, is a jaunty song. (laughs) Certainly. They're hard to keep out of your head because they're repetitive and often they sexualize Santa Claus, (laughs) luring him down a tree to what suggests to be sex with him. But it keeps people from killing themselves. Traditional hymns uh, take Christmas a little too seriously, and people who uh, do not practice Christianity feel left out, mm-hmm. alienated, That's walking right. along the light and, streets. And you know what that leads straight to? Su- suicide. Suicide. Yeah. Without Christmas music, people would be dying from self-inflicted wounds daily. Without se- sexualizing Santa Claus, uh, people are uh, afraid mm-hmm. of his of his belly for yeah. the uh, small known rumor that his belly is filled with poison. It's not actually <laughs> a belly. It is Santa's giant, giant Christmas penis wrapped oh. around his body many, many times. He is a well-hung sexual man with a washboard ass and... I mean abs, but I also and, uh, and a washboard. He's got a washboard ass. at you, you. We all think he's fat, 
but it's just he's a well-endowed sex monster. And many people don't know that uh, most of those songs were the, the result of uh, Christmas competitions for sad, starving orphans. And every time you hear a song, you're listening to a child go to college. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Or at least get a tooth or two fixed. They get to go to the dentist. Your time is up. Your time <laughs> Thank is up. Goodness. Your time is up. All right. I am mentally tallying the points. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about uh, money on fire. I'm thinking about uh, I'm thinking about Santa wrapping his dick around his, his giant waist, penis. And, but it but it only creating a, a bulge in his front. Uh, I think my teammate might be sex starved. Everything. Very sexual. Yeah, I didn't know that's what I was hungry for. <laughs> Some old Apparently, man my, my bag favorite dick. thing of this entire show has been the phrase "washboard ass." <laughs> washboard <laughs> ass. <laughs> Santa Cox. Santa Cox? I was trying to do Santa Cox. Santa Cox. Santa Cox. What's the setup for that Christmas cracker joke punchline? I saw mommy kissing Santa You know what, you guys? It's a Christmas miracle. It's a tie. Both teams win. Both teams win. Hooray. That's the level of disappointment I associate with Christmas. Don't you feel good? Don't you feel terrific this Christmas? Wasn't that a beautiful Christmas miracle, UK? Thanks. It's just what I wanted. Thank you. She's so happy. She's so happy. You know what, you guys? I'm just kidding. Team US, you win. Well deserved. This is untoward. Yeah, why don't you have some wet eggs floating on some baked beans? No, I am actually what? sad. <laughs> what? <laughs> why, why, do you, why do you take your blood pudding and ride it to the moon? Yeah, yeah, why don't you liquefy it and inject it into your veins? Take your finger pudding and marry it. Yeah, if you like it so much. We're going to get the I'm queen to come over and talk to you, and then you'll be sorry. Oh, yeah. we'd love that. She's going to put we'd me right in a body that. cast. She's oh. got good, good chat. <laughs> <laughs> Some of this holiday season, the U.S. is the best country in the whole wide world. Uh, Perhaps... Yeah. We can celebrate by <laughs> celebrating Christmas in the proper way by uh, replacing Santa's eight reindeer with 16 part-time unbenefited freelancers. Merry Christmas, world. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Now, before we all finish, uh, do you guys have anything that you want to plug? But then also, to offset the ego karma, maybe something else that you didn't make that you're currently enjoying that you would like to recommend to our listeners. Aaron McGathy. Uh, I'm doing a special uh, wedding special of my podcast coming up where I am going to be playing uh, the ceremony, which uh, may be weird and uncomfortable oh, that's great. to listen to, but I, I'm excited about that will be coming up soon. And Like I DVD think, commentary of your union. Yeah. Uh, That'll be great. And it will be very uh, depressing if we uh, break up. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Well. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, and I am, I'm, I'm very much enjoying uh, The Comeback oh. on HBO. Season, season two. It hurts. It hurts what, what, what so show good. is this? We, we oh, no, we haven't got it. It's Lisa Kudrow. Oh, it's fantastic. You, you, yeah. oh, I read about it, this. It, it, yeah, feels, it, it feels yet. British. It's the, the Lisa Kudrow show that originally aired. Oh, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the first season was in, aired in 2005. Yeah. So it's the comeback of the comeback. It's the comeback yeah. of the comeback. Mm. Yeah. And I'll be in Dublin for Christmas. Yay! Yay. Yay. Go find Aaron. Yeah, so find me in Dublin. I'll be walking around. I'll be in Liverpool. I won't be that far from you. Oh, come on by. I'll listen (laughs) for your voice. (laughs) (laughs) I'll bring some blood. Chris Fairbanks. What am I? I'm uh, currently shooting. I'm being uh, Forrest Gumped, I guess, into, you know, the technology of putting someone into an already existing thing. I don't know what you call that. Superimposed? Superimposed, sure. Into the movie Cocktail. And we're re-editing the movie Cocktail, which is a horrible film. <laughs> oh. Uh, but I'm uh, basically a third bartender. Are you serious? So wow. we're moving people around and fitting me in, and uh, sometimes Tom Cruise is talking to me instead of Brian Brown or whatever his name was, and uh-huh. vice versa. And so... Uh, and, you know, the plot, of course, changes. It's oh. a, not the whole movie, that but funny. 15 minutes of it. But oh, my God, that sounds like so a much A lot fun. of uh, choreography and making sure I'm standing in the right place because I'm just green screened. But yeah. Oh, wow. In the end, it should be uh, a showcase of how bad of an actor Tom Cruise was at the time. Holy cow, that sounds fantastic. And there's a lot of Scientology jokes in it. Oh, good, good. And there's a lot of poetry in that movie. Yes, they work at a yes. big nightclub that will just yeah. like fall totally silent to hear some guy pretend to be a lawyer and, and read a poem. And just the yeah. notion that, and this was in a lot of Tom Cruise movies, that you can be a famous bartender uh-huh. or a famous <laughs> stock car racer. 
Like he's a, we are going to be famous. It's all about getting famous yeah. by being a, a, a bartender. The best of your given oh, I can't wait to see this. Yeah, yeah. It's like so a famous terrific. cleaner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, remember uh, Estelle McNetty? Oh, boy, she could scrub a hotel bed. I don't know. All right. Something, uh, <laughs> something that you didn't make that you'd like to plug. Uh, something that I didn't make that I'd like to plug. Uh, I enjoy uh, the paintings of a guy on the Venice boardwalk. He's really good, and I feel like he should be in a gallery. All I right. don't know his name right now, but okay, if you just... go along the boardwalk, there's a guy doing these oil <laughs> paintings, and I think he spends about a month on each one, and they're incredible. And uh, if he just, I just want to get him some medication. And uh, get his work in the. Uh, I wish I could remember his name. This yeah, it'd be, is also it'd be helpful if you this could is think kind of, of a waste of a. You know, I didn't know I was going to be promoting him. All right, Please well, you can find painter. it out. And you can put it on your uh, on your Twitter <laughs> yeah, after yeah, we yeah. put this episode up. Okay, great. Your Twitter is uh, Chris Fair at Chris Fairbanks. Perfect. Just my name, Carrie Ed Lloyd. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, what would you um, like to plug? Oh, uh, I'm in another improv group called Ostentatious, which does improvise Jane Austen. <gasps> oh, that God. is fantastic. They're really good, guys. I'm not in that group. My girlfriend is, <laughs> yeah, and it's good. not a source of tension. <laughs> I don't want to ruin anything, but there's a uh, group in Austin, Texas, with the same name. I'm just throwing it out there. No, You'll I probably I never meet them, though. I think we know them. That's okay. okay um, um, and then we do it in full Regency gear with a, a cello player as well. And we're going on tour oh, cool. uh, around the UK and I have a sitcom coming out on BBC Three called Crims which is out in January and um, there's some other things but just look on my website. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Uh, which is? Oh, carriadloyd.com or at Perfect. Lady Carriad which Fantastic. is a name I decided to do when I first joined Twitter and I regret right. every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Foxcroft. Hello. Hi. Uh, upcoming, I am getting ill. So if you like oh. colds, <laughs> come to my house and I will allow you to lick me. Um, uh, no, what have I got going on? Um, I've just filmed a bunch of pilots that may or may not go anywhere. So I don't want to talk about them because I don't want to jinx them. Right. Um, but uh, I have a Twitter. I'm at Mr. Spider God. Oh, Carrie and Paul, uh, what would you like to plug up someone else's? Oh, I want to plug a new sitcom called The Walshes. Have you seen it yet? I've not. No. It's Graham Linehan who did oh, God. Father Ted and the IT crowd, but he's written it with another sketch group called Diet of Worms. And there's only three episodes. You can watch it on BBC iPlayer, or I don't know how you guys can watch it, but I no, think you can figure can't. it out. Well, it's I'm sure the... if you could spoof, a, spoof an ISP. Yeah. Then, um, uh... It's called The Walshes, and it's set in Dublin. And you should it watch Walshers it, Erin. Walshers or Wash? Could you the, spell wal, it? Walshes, as in like Walshes. the surname Walsh. Walsh. W-A-L-S-H. <laughs> you don't have to do it like that Walsh. so we understand well, it, Sarah. By your American you know, guys, like the Walshes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, actually, that's good. Graham Linehan's probably one of our best sitcom writers, I think. Oh, uh, this sitcom is sure. it's written with this sketch group called Diet of Worms, and I, I love okay. it so much. It's only three episodes, and it's all set in this like suburban house in Dublin, and it's just so funny. I think it's the best sitcom I've seen in a while. Wow, I'll look that up tonight. Um, I have sort of two things to play. I've recently been enjoying The Flash on the WB, yeah. which you guys yeah. <laughs> uh, Big superhero nerd here, Grant guys. Dustin. And I'm amazed it hasn't come up yet. Yeah, I'm amazed. Um, <laughs> and the other thing, um, I recently spent a week with uh, Kevin McDonald from The Kids in the Hall. Oh, so yeah. I would like to oh, recommend oh. that you guys uh, go watch The Kids in the Hall uh, again. Yeah, he's it's uh, still from America's amazing. Hat. As you said. Isn't he the nicest person ever? He's, he's the so nicest nice. guy. Yeah. He's so, so um, lovely. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, came over and did some workshops here. Yeah. He should do the the speech on Christmas. As yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Make, I assume yeah. that's what as Canada queen. has. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. At Christmas, I assume the kids in the hall do a speech to Canada on Christmas Day. God, it's been ages since I've sat down and watched the good kids in the hall. I should do that yeah. this holiday season. Hey, that's, escape my family. Let's all, let's all sit in front of my computer and watch them over and over again. Yeah. Uh, as for Bra me, brace well, yourself for some cross dressing. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Some cross dressing broad, comedy. Some broad gay humor. <laughs> uh, as for me, you can find me at Dave Holmes on uh, on Twitter. I would like to uh, plug an app called Frick Bits. F R I C K Bits. Uh, it is an app that um, that it's a it's an artist named Lori Frick. And she's designed this thing that uses your like uh, location data, and maps you around town, and just creates beautiful art out of it. Oh, there's wow. just uh, there's really no utility to it, but it's just a beautiful thing, and it's kind oh, of a wow. fun thing. Like you can look and see where you actually go around the city, and choose your color palette. And it's really beautiful. Oh, oh wow! You could turn it into a into a quilt, into a shower curtain. You could do something with it eventually. It's kind of nice. I'll show right. you. Frick bits. Back tattoo. Back tattoo. Whatever. <laughs> My first point, question is: How easy is it to map a route out that allows you to draw a big wang? 
Oh, man. I don't know, but I should have found out. I should have found out. Uh, we're going to post links to all of everyone's plugs and recommendations on our page at MaximumFun.org. All right. Aaron McGathy, Chris Fairbanks, Carrie Ed Lloyd, Paul Foxcroft. Thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Bye. 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 You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Aaron McGathy, Chris Fairbanks, Carrie Ed Lloyd, and Paul, and Paul Foxcroft. Fall Poxcrop. <laughs> Keep <Yep>. going. Uh, <laughs> if you can get to Croftimus Prime, you've won. <laughs> Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton. It's a great name. And Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles by Jennifer Marmer. Also a solid name. The script was written by Asterius Kokonos and Sarah Morgan, and our producer is Colin Anderson. Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! Hey! Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.